0: Hi everyone and welcome to the Talk is 3D podcast episode 11 Yes I'm back this week and there's going to be no technical difficulties Thank you to Darren and Kevin for filling in for me though um, And obviously to Anto Ramos for uh, joining us a couple of weeks ago There was no podcast last week due to work commitments and just lads not being around So we're back this week to celebrate a Monster Derby win And uh, Darren Another win over Cork. Happy days.
1: Yeah, happy days. I'm not too sure about it being all uh, down to that. I just think I couldn't have been arsed just doing all that hassle again for 30 minutes getting the whole package up <laughs> <stuff> last week. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, happy days as always. Um, another Munster Derby win, but more more importantly, a turner's cross. And um, you can see what it meant to the players after the game. Again, squads smashed with injuries and they've turned up and got us a result, you know. So how can we complain? Exactly, exactly. And Kevin, uh,
0: I suppose, uh, uh, off, the, off the defeat against Galway the week before, probably didn't, obviously missing so many and probably we didn't play the best football, but um, a great win down in Turner's Cross, like Darren said.
2: Yeah, look, it's, it's. I know you can look at it and say it's only small, little, tiny, little useless, little second bottom cock, but we still have to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, we still have to go and get the, the result after, I think. The Galway game, obviously, I think heads were down a small bit because not because it's just the last. Like, we know Galway are a good team and there, they seem to be motoring on a small bit now. But the first game with fans in, and after having such a good home record, it was a shame that way that happened. But I think I spoke about it after the game. Like, it's just amazing that no matter what goes wrong, no matter what adversity, there we go again now for all fans of the show. <laughs> like, <laughs> no matter what comes with injuries and things like that, the lads just seem to always bounce back. Like, and I think even obviously we had no podcast last week to talk about it, but myself and down were there for the Galway game and a few of them injuries literally came the night before. Yeah. Like, or, like Tommy was telling us like he they planned all week with a certain team and two or three injuries came the night before, you know, and then Jack kinda managed to get his way through the game. But I think you could see it stages near the end that he wasn't the most comfortable. He'd come off the game previously. So like he was out again there tonight, uh the other night like was they just keep going, don't they? It seems no matter who's in there, they just manage to keep going and it would have been easy for them to drop the heads even after going 2-1 down just before half-time, but it's just a credit to the work they always putting in, isn't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, and I suppose Darren started the game lively. Great to get the, get the lead and great for Red to get two goals in the day, but like Kevin said, just before half-time to go 2-1 down, it could, it could have been a real soccer blow, but similar to what UC did, what happened with U C D above there at the start of the season, but they came back and they responded perfectly after the break.
1: Yeah, and although Cork had a lot of the ball, like I never felt hundred percent they were going to be better than us on the night, you know. It was virtually very similar probably to the game we faced them in the Marcus field as well. There was a lot of just crossing over and back, you know. But um our lads dug deep again, put in the effort. Um obviously they're going into a one down at half time so was a bit of a kick into the stones, as you know, like because we were, I thought we were well, well in the game, you know, and it just shows how they, they responded to that in as well at half-time, how much of a group they are together. But, uh, yeah, it was just disappointing the way we conceded that goal in as well. But, look, credit to Reds after the Cove game as well. When you missed that penalty, I know we called him to take that penalty and to put the hand up again. And especially for for Tommy to trust him to stick it away again, you know, um, which is a good thing for him. And hopefully you know he kicks on from that as well. Yeah, exactly, Kevin, come back to you. I suppose we kind of always say that we kind
0: of we'd like the strikers, of course, I suppose to score a bit more, but if they're only scoring a couple of more, it wouldn't be spread out as much as it is. But uh, it, it, like that, it's great to see right get another couple of goals and hopefully he can push on to do a bit of a run again.
2: Yeah, especially if for himself. Like, look, I think the team were kind of all right goal wise. Like, we weren't really like goals weren't dried up or anything like that, but for himself, he's going to want to be involving them and getting in the middle of them, you know and especially like Darren said after missing the penalty against Cove it was probably on his mind and he probably wanted to set it right against Galway but didn't get the opportunity to so I'm sure he's absolutely delighted now and hopefully that gives him a bit of confidence as well going forward in front of the goal like I know people can say it's just two penalties but you still have to score them you know and I thought he played well throughout as well like Throughout the game, just other sort than of that, I thought he he's starting to he's starting to come along now. You can see him starting to get back to himself and you can see some of the like he has great touches and all and I think he showed a few of them the other day, but hopefully, you know the two goals make him kick on.
0: Yeah, and you you kinda of said it a couple of minutes ago, Kevin, I'll say we first um about the injuries against Galway, But we we it was kind of a common theme on on this podcast that we were like, jeez, when the injuries come we'll be fine, but Instead of coming back they seem to get injured again. So like how how does a team, I suppose, when it gets to the ends of the of the season and maybe pushing past this phase again, start to take more of a toll negatively than we thought we, it would positively with players coming back instead of getting injured again.
2: Yeah, look, if, if they don't start coming back, you're you're going to start feeling like, you know, there's there's only there's only so much you can lose before it really starts to hit and we seem to be losing a lot of our say, creative quality wise like, lads, you know, we're still obviously missing Sean and then with Joel to go back out again, you know, like um, it pushes Ed back out into the wing and stuff like that. And I think Ed is a lot better in, in midfield, in centre midfield. Like, and no offence to Ed or, or Matt. Like, they get their work done. They do a good job. We win games with them in there. But uh, I think Joel has that extra little bit of just an attacking threat than either of those two lads. And obviously Sean, as well as obviously one of the best attacking threats, I think, in the division. Like, you can't just keep going missing them. Lads like that and not feel it. You know, like I was delighted now as well, though, that um, we managed to get Clyde back into centre midfield. Shawnee mm. Gaern's missing the last game. I think Clyde can do a good job in, in centre back, but I much rather him in midfield because you're missing that little bit of quality that he has, the extra little bit of quality he has in there. Yeah. When, when he's gone, like, and I think Tommy said, even like someone I swore about alone, like that I really wanted to see come back, Dean George. I think they were expecting him back around the Galway game or this game. And he's had another setback. Like, and it, it must just be horrible for the the lads as well. Do you know, like I think you see by Dean every week on Twitter and all that. He, you know, he's delighted when the lads do well. It's, uh, he's mad to get back into it, and it must be happening for lads like that who are on the way back and having another setback. And uh, you know, it must be happening for Tommy the fact he's going along and then all of a sudden he loses Joel and he loses Jack and he loses this and that again. It's it's madness, like and. It's how long more can the lads keep bouncing back? Look, they keep doing it, but at some stage, please God, the look will change from like.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Darren, this at the start of the season, the, the, the mantra was sustainability of the club and of a men's senior soccer team. But now it's a, it's a sustainability of being able to put 11 players out on the pitch with all these injuries.
1: Yeah, and we're still signing it, which is crazy. Like, but um, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's it's madness. And it? we were only talked about it after the game, There really other a few of us got the chance to watch it. And, uh, we were just saying together how crazy it really is that we're even even in this position to be beating Cork, after being out of football for the year and a year or two, and to come back as Treaty and to be beating Cork twice is even better, do you know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know we rubbed it in a little bit to them, and rightly so because I, I know they gave us a bit of stick when we went when we folded as Limerick. So um, yeah, it's nice to be back beating them again, and long may I continue. Definitely, and uh on that
0: flip side of that, great to see Mark Walsh back in the squad, Kev.
2: Yeah, look, yeah, all the bad news about injuries is great to be getting someone back, and especially of Mark's quality. Like I think um, he was another one. I think they expected him back a little bit sooner. I think from what I hear, he had a tiny little bit of a setback, but thank God he's through that now, and it's only going to be great news for us when he gets back up to speed with the start of the season he had, you know. Mm. And uh, it it seems as well like I know he got dropped for the start of the game, but I think the more it goes on, um, I think Joe Collins is starting to to get into it now as well and I think I I spoke about it the other day I think when he gets mortared he could be a very good player to have in there as well obviously not just because he got the goal because obviously we got a bit of luck that Matt McNulty wasn't as good with his hands as the two centre-backs but (laughs) (laughs) I think you can see the more games Joe gets (laughs) like I can just see him doing well
0: Yeah and Darren as well speaking on the goal Joe Collins' goal let's say we'll we'll start there two penalties are black and white they're clear hand balls and People can say what they want, but they were clear handballs.
1: Um, A good goal or bad goalkeeping? Or a bit of both? <laughs> look, I've always said it as a manager myself in junior football. If you don't shoot, you don't score. So, okay. credit to Joe. It's not our fault that Flappy Mac Flapper Simpsons inside and goals there. And <laughs> we won 3-2. So, look, go off there, Joe. celebrates your goal. Happy days. We're all celebrating with Joe. And on to the next one, Sidra. Exactly
0: yeah And and Kevin I suppose Look straight away After that goal It showed how much It meant to the team the, the celebrations Like it was it was manic And they all sprinted over And it was just great To see I suppose I suppose the monster Derby kind of played Into it as well
2: Yeah look I, like According to the Cork City commentators We were playing Barcelona And we couldn't have been more <laughs> Do you know what I mean It was the greatest honour Anyone could ever have To play a Cork City And play in the Cork Even though they're second bottom But anyway like you like I'm sure like the lads know ourselves the pressure that's getting on with all the injuries, you know, and I'm sure they want to do it for their teammates that are missing. Like I'm sure that's that's a big part in it. And obviously going two and one down just before half time and coming back to get the lead is the big part and obviously playing the biggest club in the whole world according to their own commentator, Cork City as well as they must have been so excited. Like they must have been all week thinking themselves lovely, Okay, we have to get ourselves up for this game now for this team that we're about twenty seven points ahead of.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> I suppose on that Darren and again we kind of spoke about the that the, you had the Cove in the Wexford game and then we talked about the next couple of four the next four weeks and it didn't start great with Galway Bounced back with a win against Cork so the next two weeks are absolutely massive with Shelburne and UCD Yeah
1: and it, look the lads easily could have got their heads down after the Galway game because as we know we were depleted with injuries and but it just shows the commitment to there like to come back the week after against Cork. And credit to Tommy as well, like I was just about to say, like to go four four two down in Turner's Cross and to just have a a rat laugh from John that was more impressive than anything. I really did. Tommy was able to change it up and have a hop off Cork, which in the end worked out for us, you know. But um yeah, it, it is gonna to be tough. And that's why we said those two games against um against Cove and Wexford were vital to get wins. And it just shows that after those two games, now you can see the position we're in. So that's why I was, when I was looking at the table there a few weeks back, when I said those two games, I just felt they were vital for us. Now we're coming up against Shelburne the weekend. It's not, look, we've nothing to lose in this. You know, we went up to Shelburne, we done well the last day. So hopefully we can get something out of the game. But if not, there's no doubt the lads can bounce back again. But yeah, look, fans back in the ground again. I think there's a few extra getting into the ground this week. I'm not too sure. So yeah, hopefully we can. Uh, they give the home crowds and the home crowds to cheer about, you know. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Kevin, you said it in we well, you spoke about it
0: in our group chat a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago. You said a defeat against Cork, and then you you're looking at Shelburne UCD, and you could have found yourself outside the playoffs. But luckily, would they turned it around against Cork? But still, two very tough tests coming up.
2: Yeah, look, like you're looking at. Let's be very honest. Like, does not. There's not many teams between now and the end of the season are probably going to get anything off shells. They're moored and they're miles ahead of everything in the division. Like there's no, there's no point in saying otherwise. They are, and it's it's a credit to them. And obviously with this squad they have, they kind of should be really to be honest. Like do you know, like like Sir Ryan Brennan, Ali Gilchrist, and that scumbag O'Connor. Like do you know, like <laughs> these are all fellas that could easily be playing in the Premier. Like so, the Shelburne are doing what they should be doing. Do you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. So you 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 go into that game and I think you'd be mad to go in expecting anything. If we can get anything like the last time, great. But if you'd lost the Cork, like I think I, I said it when we were I think just before the game, like if you'd lost to them, then gone into the the Shells game, like not really expecting anything, then pressure is piled onto the U C D game, like you don't want to be going on losing two or three or four in a row, you know, which which you could have done there, but it's after really uh, taking a lot of pressure off the Shelburne game now. That we came back and got the win against Cork, like it's obviously you'd still love to get something, but and you hate to say it, the position we're in in the table. But it is, it's a free hit now against Shells. Like it, obviously it'd be lovely to get something for the fans that are there, but realistically, we probably won't. You know, like just just looking at how they're going in the table, not even looking at ourselves. If you don't, you don't, and then just focus up on UCD. Like I'm sure even the lads, Tommy and everyone, will know that if you don't get a result against Shells, it's it's like playing a premier team in the cup, like who cares, move on and we go. And hopefully yeah. one or two other results just happen to go our way on the night as well, which would be great. Like
0: Yeah, exactly. And I suppose we the mantra is always or the, 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 the what comes out of camp is always every game as it comes, next game we don't look at the table, but looking at the table, Darren, you look below you, you're you're what's it, eight point seven points clear of being pulled out of the playoffs. So you're on a very strong point, and when we spoke to Tommy, he said 14, 15 games. You'll see where you're at. You won't move too far from that. So you're in a very, very good position.
1: Yeah, and I said it as well that Kevin team would be the ones to be jumped over. So look, I think we're still, I'm still very, very confident we can finish ahead of him, and I'm still confident that we'll beat them when they come down here. Like, but um, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like it's absolutely unbelievable the position we're in. Uh, I don't think any fan could have imagined this happening, but look, it is what it is now, and I'm sure Tommy is doing his homework, uh maybe looking at a player or two to bring in to strengthen the squad, which will be vital in the next few weeks and um why not now? why not have a hop off it? Why not have a goal you know and let's see where we end up like we've nothing to lose it's been a free it's probably been a free hit season more so than just free hits against certain teams you know so i'm um, I'm sure Tommy is sitting down at home uh quietly planning. Uh, a small promotion push for himself and why not and he deserves it as well for the shit he's had to put up with in the past few years you know
2: I think Tommy walks on Monday's down.
1: <laughs> <walks> on, yeah. <laughs> but listen he might have that break, Kev. He might have that 15 minute break to get out his north, you know? These <laughs> Jaffa cakes and his cup of tea.
0: <laughs> 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 on that Kev, I suppose you you you're more so Darren we all know is the, is the one that oh we're gonna win 4-1 and get promoted today. But um <laughs> From 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 your point of view, look, it it's it's still a very promising position. You can't look at it as suppose in I won't say a negative way, but you you still have that buffer if you lose a couple of games that you're still kind of clear in the playoffs.
2: Ah, oh, Jamie, it's all aboard the darn and playoff height train at this stage.
0: <laughs> all can, aboard! Jump you, on you, it, les. jump on can,
2: it. can you on. can't ignore it? now. like it's it's <laughs> impossible to ignore. now. look, like I said, I was saying all <laughs> along, and it's it still is very early, but a seven point gap is is huge. You know. Mm. Like you, you can go look go into it there, and obviously if you lose to Shell, say Friday, and if if results don't go your way, and it's down to a four point gap, you know it's still a, it's still a matter of all it takes then is a win against UCD, and you're all, you're back in another very very strong position. And like at no stage this season, like my fear was in the Cork game that it might be the start of something if if the injuries just kept piling up, and if they got on top of the ledge run a run of bad results, but. Like, uh, you you can't ever say that this team is going to lose a load in a row because there's been loads of times where it could have easily happened, where it could, like, this could have been a run where that happened and they just don't let it happen. They don't get a run of of bad defeats like that. Like, and I think if you were seven points behind three, you know, looking at the season, you'd be thinking to yourselves, Jesus, when are they going to lose the three games in a row or, or two or three games like that close together for us to catch up with them? You know, it's it's... If you don't believe in it now, like I, I I didn't want to get into it all too early, but it's madness. <laughs> it's, mad, it's madness if you don't look at the table now and think, Jesus, we're in this. Like, we are now. It's as simple as that. And, like, there's no point in trying to talk it back now. There's no point in any of the players or Tommy trying to talk it back now. We're in it now. We're in the playoff race now. We're in the playoff hunt now. And that's just the way it is. All aboard.
1: All aboard is right. Lovely. I'm just after stamping Kevin's ticket. He's in. <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: he he turned fairly quickly there in the couple of weeks that we. All it had. takes is
2: betting the second bottom team, Clark. <laughs>
0: imagine if we <laughs> beat. A, imagine if we beat a good country. team this week, Jamie. <laughs> uh, Darren. I don't think we've mentioned it, but Kevin, do you, you had something to say about the commentators, didn't you?
2: I'm surprised he could see the match with their heads so far up their own holes. <laughs> and... And usually, like usually, I don't say it. Like I know, obviously, this whole podcast is biased towards 3D because we're 3D fans. I know all the commentary is they're biased towards their own clubs, but Jesus Christ! <laughs> like I don't like. I honestly don't under- I don't understand how you can be second bottom in the table <laughs> and have a superiority complex over people. Like and a minus goal difference. As I, well, but they are. But they are always like that. Down there, like it's just. I I just don't like them, Jimmy. The people of Cork of Cork City you now, like the people of Cove are lovely people. Nice you know, people. It's like, it's just oh it's just the people surrounding that club, they're so arrogant, like the shit talk out of them. I'm sorry for like how can you talk about like at near the end of the game of oh clubs like Treaty and Atlone, they raise their game because they're playing Cork City, they raise their game because they're playing in the class. Let's concentrate on Wexford and don't be worrying about us.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Like I like I do not understand how you how they can look down on a club. Who are 15 points clear of them or something like
0: 13 points, yeah. 13. I was like, Oh
2: my god, like even <laughs> when we went on through the game, like they were so shocked when we got ahead. Yeah, you know what, it was so against the run of play. Cork City were going so well, you'd swear we were getting peppered. They didn't get a, <laughs> they didn't get a shot in target until their equalizer.
0: Well, this is it, this is a common thing, and it's not just cork, but we'll speak about cork in their commentators, but it's a common thing among I, I found anyway this in the games among the League of Ireland, First Division with Treaty, because we let teams have the ball go left or right at the halfway line, they're going nowhere. It's a common thing that people think we're under pressure for the whole game. When we're not, when we're just literally watching it, them pass exactly. left to right. It's, they're, yeah. they're
2: doing nothing. It suits us to let them have it. Like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All,
2: like, I've never seen anyone so shocked. He was flabbergasted that we went ahead in absolute <laughs> shock. Oh, because Cork were doing so well. Lads, your <laughs> closest shot broke a window behind the back of St. Ben's. <laughs> or, like, or the way he was going on about Dylan McGlade, oh Dylan McGlade has been so threatening, oh Dylan McGlade done this, Dylan McGlade done that, Dylan McGlade done nothing <laughs> he had the ball when he was allowed to have the ball out in the wing and cross after cross went nowhere near anyone <laughs> wow <laughs> cock messy below don't annoy me you know.
1: I think it's safe to say Kevin does not like cock well, I don't like him either but I just there's a few things I can't say about that club. Oh, stupid! It's got me
2: in bother before. No, but like I just look. I know everyone is biased, but Jesus, give this, give them a bit of credit where it's due, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, but like, it, it, like you
0: said, it was the thing of, oh, they raised their game to come down and play Cork when we're sitting before the game, we're sitting, watch nine points ahead of them. Do you so know? Who who do
2: you think they are? Like, <laughs> like, I don't, like who do you think you are? That, oh, we're all so excited. We raised our game to play Cork. We can't even see you in the table What are you they're talking the about second,
1: They're the second best team In the wrong county Like
2: Yeah Stop you know? like <laughs>
0: Stop.
1: Exactly yeah Cove are ahead of them sure. Of course I love the people
2: of course. And, I, and I, I've been waiting to start And I don't usually call out People this much Because there has been Some bad commentators In that League of Ireland TV And i said <laughs> nothing Trying to be a small But respectful But I hate <laughs> cock. <laughs> <laughs> but no. i hate cork i do
1: just there's no point hiding it like we don't like him i, know, but... I hate him too
0: <laughs> oh lads it's brilliant
1: it's... <laughs> but yeah like
0: you're dead right kevin i suppose and <laughs> with the whole thing and and like they're closer to the bottom of the table than they are to us
2: they're closer to playing Avondale in the Munster Senior League than <laughs> oh, they cop on to us. On the cop onto themselves. <laughs> huh? Dylan McGlade tore a whole team apart, and put one cross near any of his own players. Wow. <laughs> huh? Nothing about the fact like nothing about the fact that they wouldn't have even been two one up only for a horrible mistake from, from us, like Yeah, yeah. They've awesome nothing, mistake. they created nothing. The way they talk, you'd swear they were pepper oh, Yeah, but And what's that thing playing centre back
1: from? What's that like with the ponies <laughs> and the, the yeah, if, if
2: They what's should have swapped one of those centre backs into goals <laughs> and they would have been grand
1: But <laughs> <laughs> two in there too late in yeah. hand balls as well in the complaining. See I'm diving near <laughs> the end of the game as well, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they
2: just did want to get the grips now with the fact that they're not the car from a few just, years ago that were in FAI Cup finals, yeah. man. You're yeah, well that's that's, off,
0: that's no, the kid. point of it, It's been a series on the floor. Yeah, but it's been a serious fall from grace. Like, you know, a serious yeah. fall from grace. Winning premiers to second last in the first division. Now, I suppose we, like, uh, people in America, I suppose we've had clubs fold and this and that, but... Yeah, Jesus. but at least
1: we went out with an, an old left. Like, we got minus 57 million points and went out with a bang.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> do you want to do, do, do it right?
0: Exactly, yeah. Um. Exactly, this is it. And uh, with that, like, again... It's it's It was one of those things where we weren't peppered. We like And, Kevin, you made the point just earlier on that we didn't play great, but we still pulled away with a win.
2: We didn't play great, but still in 3D United's history, we have never dropped any points to Cork City. So, exactly. how, do feel about, how do you feel about that one? I don't know, but how
0: do you feel about it is what I'm asking you. <laughs> oh, but like, uh,
2: no, we can get back to the podcast No, I've had my little therapy session, though. But uh
1: no, look, tell them it's... that we're kings of Munster, Kev, because we are, like...
2: Nah, Waterford and the Premier down? So we leave that off for now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but look,
2: t- like, no, honestly, like getting serious back I can't about the game like <laughs> like we've we've had this a lot, Jamie. Like it's people think um I, I've seen it saying a few times now after games or oh this team deserved it because they had a lot of the ball. You're doing nothing with the ball. Yeah, yeah. So like, exactly. so what does it matter? Like, and like, it's it's true what I'm saying. I'm saying it joking to have a go at the lads in cock But
0: no, you're for dead
2: the, right. For the first twenty something minutes of the game before they scored, the yeah. closest they came with shots flying over, shots from outside the box. They done nothing.
0: But this is it, and it was the same against the Bray game. Bray thought, oh Jesus, you know, we are very lucky after Willie Armstrong running past fifty-five of their players, like ran through seven or eight of them, and and they claimed that we got lucky because we had two shots and we it, what- them.
2: But that's it. But like, at what stage do you realize when every week we let other teams have the ball? Yeah. Exactly. Every week they do nothing with it, and we end up winning. Like I know Cork got the two goals, but one of them was from a corner, the other one was from a horrible mistake from Enter, like which I'm not talking about. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, look, it, it was just something completely out of the blue, like a mistake like that. Like it's not like they even cut us open for any of their two goals. Like they didn't do anything. No, yeah. it's it, you know what I mean? Like We're, we're happy to do that. Like And I, I keep talking about it. You always give yourself a chance then. And like, of course you, do, yeah. like, you You can say you're unlucky if you're a team like Cork. You can say 3D you're lucky if it's a case of, say, anyone, Bray, Shells, anyone. If they keep cutting us open and the ball just won't go in from, you can say, all right, they cut us open. We got luck on that day. It's not luck to be good at defending. Yeah. You know like, <laughs> that is part of the game. People need to realise this. Like It's not luck to be good at that. That's practised that's part of the game too it's what we're good at it's what we do it's it's why we're we're third on the table joint with second and the only reason second are ahead of us is because they got to walk over against Cabin Tealy yeah it's
0: true you,
2: you don't get that from luck it's why other teams who are so unlucky are second bottom
0: <laughs> um Darren, i suppose we'll we'll move <laughs> we'll move away from the comments we'll, uh, we'll talk about the the, the goals we conceded look hey now they were there and there but it seems to be a common theme with 3 D at the moment and conceding goals from second balls you saw the two goals against Shelburne we conceded up there were both second balls against Galway that we conceded was a second ball and again from the corner nodded down second ball it was in the back of the net is this a like it seems to be a common theme that that's the type of goal we
1: concede. yeah but look with these things like these things can happen then as well like you know with like the amount of changes we've had in the in the last few weeks and all that kind of stuff, that all adds up as well, you know. But um yeah, I, I can I can see what you're coming from on the second bob. That's something the boys will sort out, you know. It's you want to the training ground, you're working it for the week and you sort it out. Uh getting Sean Gearens back to the night was massive. Like Sean, you see the guyway game. If you put the guyway game up against the Cork game and you see the difference in defending there, like Yeah. Sean yeah, Gearns was a massive, massive loss, you know, and him and Anto together have something really good going there, especially with Charlie and Mark Ludden and look we as as Kevin said there a few minutes ago, the reason we're at the top of this table is because we're good at defending and we're we're good at seeing out games and we're 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 happy to let teams come at us because we're just sitting there laughing at them knowing that they're doing nothing with the ball. So look, it is something the lads will probably work on and it's probably something Tommy has wrote down and I've no doubt they'll get it right eventually. It's it's small little things, and look, sometimes it can just happen on a football pitch, and you just have to get on with it and bounce back. And that's what our lads have done, do you know. Yeah, definitely. And Kevin, look, you're your, your, your
0: faithful player can make a mistake, but maybe it was because he was so shocked to have Sean Hearns back beside him. That uh, yeah, look, he was starstruck by and <laughs> No, nah, look, that that's just
2: look. You you get, you know what I mean? You you get things like that through a season. Like I think Tommy spoke about um. After the game, i seen Tommy's interview and he was saying mistakes for two of the goals. But I think, to be fair, like the first goal is just something that happens, isn't it? Like, look, you, you can't win every header from every corner, always. You know, like, the, the lad won a header and their strike on fairness got himself in a good position and held off thing and did good strike or work inside in the box. But, like, I, I think, like, what you were just saying there to Darren about the second ball, I think we notice it so much as I don't think it's even that big of a problem that is happening to us lords. It's just we don't concede a lot of goals of people cutting us open because we're so solid. So we're just only kind of seeing them kind of goals where it is a second ball and a header and this and that. So it, it just seems like that's all we're conceding. You know, I don't think we're conceding more from second balls than other teams even if you get me. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that other thing, look, I think obviously Anto himself <laughs> we know. I think. I think everyone will know. Like this, it was a very, it was a mix-up between himself and Sean. It was a bad mistake from, from a bit of probably a bit of miscommunication from both the lads, but a, a bad mistake from Anto, But you know, you're allowed that. Like that happens. You know, things like that happen with everyone. It's the same as a keeper. At some stage, will flap at a ball, and like if you're Matt McNulty every week, but like <laughs> things like that happen. Like, um, but like they're one-off. You know, like I, I'm sure we won't see nothing like that from Mendo again, and. Like when the team have a bad night, and I've often said it like, look, you're allowed to have one bad night. I think there's no am going to hold one mistake against Anto or them for the season he's had. And I'm sure for the season he's going to have for the remainder, like no one's going to look back and hold a grudge over one mistake, especially since we went on to win the game. If, if you're going to do it, do it in the game we win and it'll soon be forgotten, you know?
0: Exactly, yeah. But since it's the week that Anto's on the podcast, that he goes on and makes a mistake...
2: He was on the week before Galva, Jamie. You want to get this right now?
1: Yeah, but the last <laughs> podcast before that game.
2: Yeah, uh, well, well, you said the week, and it wasn't.
1: No. <laughs> on average, on average, Jamie, we're just going to sum it up just to cover Anto's background. On average, every player makes a mistake in the season, so he's entitled to that one, and we move on. <laughs> on average, what? <one. laughs> yeah,
2: but you have to. But you just have on to understand. Average, it we can
1: well. Do whatever presented you like.
2: But you, know, but you know how. Do you know how quality he is, there, Jamie? Like he I knew know, I do. His, I... he knew in his head, right? This is what Anto was thinking. He said, right, I'm going to make my one mistake a season here now and they're going to score here. But then we're going to get a penalty straight after half-time and we're going to score that. And then they're going to get all down half because they were 2-1 up and now it's 2-1. And then we're going to win. This is mind games. Like He's looking so far ahead.
0: Trying like, to bring he, down the mighty Cork City.
2: He's so good that he thinks, right, I'll tie my mistake now so they get all hyped up there for half-time. But Then we're going to score and we're going to win 3-2. He actually texts me at half-time and said, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> watch this. Because as you know, Jamie, I don't know, because as you do, you know, I don't know if you listened to that last podcast, he did in fact say that he also loves me. I, did. I just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did.
0: I'm waiting, I'm waiting for the night in o O'Dea's with the two of you. They're locked inside the smoking shed. That's coming.
2: That's coming after, after we win the playoffs.
0: Oh yes. <laughs> um, I suppose we'll move on from Cork and the mighty Cork and all that,
1: and we'll look ahead. I of... don't think we should move on. <laughs> no,
0: we... I don't think. I don't even
2: think we should end this podcast. We should just stay on this until Friday.
1: <laughs> until... <laughs> Actually, Jimmy, what about Charlie Fellinger you absolutely busting your man over in the corner flag as well. Savage, savage. Huh? Absolutely savage, you he's give out about that kind of thing now, but against Carth, you know what? That's acceptable to like that, you,
0: Joe. But <laughs> but
1: <laughs> he folded him, he absolutely folded him, young Fleming. There, God bless him.
0: But you know what? He He's someone who was commanding off a lot since, since the, the the sending off. Like, he's he just come on leaps and bounds, getting assists, getting goals. He's been he's been and you're here. Right back.
2: You hated him, you wanted him dropped about seven weeks I after didn't the hate <laughs> I
0: said, Do you think he will be dropped because of the last game? It's a question. Is you come, you commonly misconception when I ask the questions if I feel what it is. It's just a question. I just and... don't
2: understand why you hate these players, Jamie. They're nice <laughs> fellas. <laughs> nice <people. laughs>
1: yeah, he did he did assist to go against Cork, actually. He did, he's got this assist for Joel Collins. He did. And he smashed that boy. And he <laughs> he smashed him in the car.
2: One <laughs> assist and one death.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so good numbers to me. You see in the words of the song, so learn it.
0: Right, so yeah, there's the, there's a cha- there's a chance already back with, for the song. Oh yeah, cork.
2: <laughs> no, now you can move on.
0: Right, so Kevin Shelburne on Friday and a return to the markets field for Shelburne. How how are you looking forward to it? I hate them too. <laughs> <laughs> I knew <laughs> that
2: was coming. No, um, this is what, this one's going to be very tough, isn't it? Like they couldn't have had they couldn't have thrown us out a few easy games for the ones the fans come back in now. Huh?
0: No, well
2: we get we get well we get to two near full time teams like they couldn't have just thrown out like Cork or something there yeah, for the first home match like So a match we knew we'd win something like that like one of on the bottom two teams though <laughs> but, uh, like no look it's it's very very tough like I think I think are we the last team to get points off them? Of? yeah I think so is that draw the last time to drop points like they're on they're on they're some say. run like like when you consider that ourselves and even Galway now, like we're not done that badly it's not like either the two of us have lost two or three or four games in a row and you look at how far Shells are ahead like they're just they're just a machine, aren't they? They just keep going. And I think, um, Ryan Brennan is probably the player of the season so far in the whole division. He? He's been, yeah, brilliant. From like, he was a great sign, like, he's he's a very good player. Years like, he could easily play in the Premier. Like, they have a load of players that could easily play in the Premier, to be very honest. No, they're, they're just a very, very good team. They're a very, very strong team. And it's, it's one, I think, Tommy said it after the Cork game, like, um the last time we played them, we actually had a squad to pick from. I think now we just have to see who can be held together by duct tape and things like that and go out and play against them, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's going to be very tough. But like, I think, again, like I always say, it, it's impossible to write off our lads because every time you think, right, this is the one now, right, this and things are going to go bad, it doesn't. But mm. uh, going into this one now, I think I'd be very happy to really lean on, or back five and really lean on everyone getting involved in the defence and I'd be absolutely thrilled if we could just get a draw but it, it, it's one of them it, it, it's never nice to say in the position we're in and I don't want to be disrespectful to the, the lads we have or anything but it's one of them look if we lose we lose it, it, they're a different thing they're, they're promoted like they have the league one let's be very honest and I was talking to someone about it during the week and it's a case of grand if you lose the shells, you don't want to lose any game. But they're going to beat everyone else that are in the playoff race with us as well. And so, it, yeah. we're not really losing. You know, no one's going to gain.
0: Exactly. Uh, and just to answer your question, Kev, Yes, the last time they dropped points was the 30th of April when we visited them in Tulloch Park.
2: <clears throat> and even yeah. even the way even the way they dropped the points they thought they had the points. so That's like we got sure, the, yeah. we they got the very. Do you know what I mean? Were, so, like, yeah. it, it's been a long time since. Since they've uh they've tasted not winning a game in Nippus, you could have like,
0: look. Yeah. They've won a couple of good games as well. Like they've won they beat Bray four one, they beat U C D three one, you know. So they're they're steamrolling games in the same respect.
2: Yeah, I reckon with the squad they have though, like if, if they got rolling, they'd battle some of the teams up near the end of the, yeah. the Premier as well under there. Like they just they've just they've so much talent. Like even even at that the day we played them, like Yo Yo Maddy came off the binge. Like Yo-Yo would start for probably any other team in the division. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you know like in the like who's it um Luke Bourne and all that playing left back and Ali Gilchrist signing from Derry, like the, these flies are all very, very good. Like I was looking through their squad and their bench and everything is just oh, they're very strong, like they're very, very strong. I, I wish we had a few more bodies back for it, but it is what it is and I'm sure Tom and the boys will go out and even if they don't get the result they'll they'll give you all they can and which is all we can ask for, like.
0: Exactly, Darren. Uh, exactly, Kevin. And Darren with that like I said, they've only they've are unbeaten this season. They've only dropped um six points, three draws. Uh like but Kevin said that you can never write off this team,
1: this Trinity United team. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a bit of a coincidence in that Mark Walsh is coming back for his game as well. <laughs> you know, so that could be an interesting one if I was. First minute out. Mark Walsh sent off. I <laughs> know, oh, I'd definitely play him. I I think he'd be clever enough not to get sent off, Be honest with you, but hopefully that's the way anyway, but um no, need, we'd probably need Mark back in. There's you no, know, he's a vital player to the team. He was probably the main reason why we we're in this position for the first few games of the season. So hopefully he's fit and ready to go. And uh, that's not against the other lads that have been in the, the shift over the last few weeks. But I think he would be a vital player in front of that back four now if we were to get anything on the weekend. You know. Yeah. And um, yeah, look, it's going to be a tough test. Like shells, they're. They're probably they could nearly fucking tip top six in the premier at the moment, you know, with that squad, like if they got it right. And um yeah, it's gonna be a very tough game, but look, you can't write us off. You just can't people have we've been rolled off since the start of the season, and every week we're we're coming back with something after we have a disappointing night. So look, we're up there for a reason. Um, we're up there because we're winning games and we're up there because we're getting things right. So hopefully we have the game plans set out and hopefully Tommy and the lads can get something from the game.
0: Yeah, exactly, and it's it's I suppose it's one of those things where you'd hope well they will they won't get a nice reception in Market Field there, and Shelburne uh, Shelburne will know they're in a game from minute one the second they
1: they hear the roar of the crowd when they come out. Yeah, and like that's one thing about the Galway game as well. I should probably wrap up. Like um, I know there was only a hundred people in the ground, but we were in Cove the week before, and the atmosphere was completely different. It actually felt like there was probably about four or five hundred there with the noise they made and trying to will the lads back into the game and we nearly snatched a draw from that game as well like I know we mm. probably rushing things a bit too much near the end instead of having a little bit of composure but yeah the fans the first night back the 100 people that got in there were a credit from the get go they were really behind the team so whoever does get in this Friday look we'll be hoping for more of the same just roar them on as much as we can and hopefully we can uh, hopefully the players can give something back you know but look if it, let's just say shells turn up and they put us. They put us over by two or three. Look, there's nothing to be worried about. Come back again the week after. There's no doubt this team will put it right. But um, yeah, look, we've been good at home. Our home farm has been good in the Marcus Field, bar the Galway game. So, fingers crossed, that's how we can always hope for the best. Now on Friday night. Jesus, Darren, you're you're sounding like the Kevin of old. Kevin's out
0: there optimistic, and you're you're hoping and praying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening there, and I was a big switch isn't it. Yeah, <clears throat> Kevin, the board, of the train. Kevin, Kevin is directing the train now. He, he's he's the after captain. Taking the keys after training on, no?
2: <laughs> choo, choo bitches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying choo choo which is I hate Cork, I hate Cork, I hate Cork, coming <laughs> out of the top of the train. Um, Kevin, so if I had to push you for a prediction, right
2: Oh, oh. Yeah, all no. no. <laughs> um, I I hate to do it, but I hope because the the last um, I predict us losing. I'm going to say one in
0: Shelburne. Yeah, I I I I wouldn't. As in, I I think it's going to be a one-all draw. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair because uh,
2: it's great to see you finally come back on board and like the team, Jimmy <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh you're some bollocks you know that oh now, now,
2: oh now you're going to have to do the language warning well
0: done no we Darren already ruined that you ruined that earlier talking about Cork Yeah, but <laughs> that's
2: different because they are bollocks
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon Red is going to start home on our penalty this week um, yeah, we're going go to get a penalty yeah Darren
1: yourself uh, Jesus um, do you know what I know people probably say oh I'm the most positive guy in the world but I'm gonna go two all draw. And oh do uh,
2: make me look like the bath now the tell you? No, it's I
1: like, a draw would be a fantastic result in this game. John, let's be realistic about it. It would be a massive result with yeah. we who, who we're up against. So yeah, I'm gonna go two all draw and it's gonna be a late equalizer again for treaty. Is what I'd be oh. hoping in that. Um maybe Red, yeah, I can see us, I can see Red getting another one and ooh, who's gonna get it? Mark Walsh is gonna get the <laughs> there's a prediction of, man, he Mourinho slides in front the, of O'Connor is going to pick up the ball he's going to bowl it down the field <laughs> towards their striker who shall not be named because we're going to an awful lot of abuse here for the next five minutes because <laughs> he's a scumbag I'd be
0: very happy with a draw Jamie to be fair yeah, 100%. And same, in the same respect on the return of Mark Walsh and, and the whole incident above and talk apart, Kevin, Tommy's going to have them clued in. I, I reckon Tommy's going to have him not playing. It's, as much as everyone would love to leave their mark uh, as, I suppose, a stand-up for Mark Walsh, the boys are going to be concentrated on the game, whether we have 11 on the pitch or whether we have 13 on the squad. It's going to be one of those games. I just feel that we're going to be clued in from the start. And look, if it goes against us, it goes against us. But I just think... I think it'll be one of those um one of those games where everybody's just on the same hymn sheet and I can see us getting a positive result.
2: Yeah, I hope. Look, I'm sure the lads know like for the likes of Sammy and Darren there because since we're too fat to play anyway, like we, we go looking for revenge, but I'm sure the lads have, have bigger things to be doing, like in the position they're in, they're worrying about O'Connor and what went on before and I'm sure they want to enter it on the pitch and do it footballing wise but just look if someone could stand on his old fingers if he's on the ground or something in the middle of the game (laughs) fair (laughs) enough but like I'm sure the lads will just go out and try and prove a point uh, on the pitch like and that would be the best way to do it and like it's so long ago now like the lads are obviously probably like looking at the table even though they say they don't but Jack Lynch already proved them to be liars about that and then McCarty Uh, (laughs) and like yeah exactly they have bigger things to be worried about now even though it was horrible what happened Mark and it's, it's kind of funny now that he'll be back. He'll be back for this game, and you know, like uh, I don't know whether it's too soon for him to be back starting, or whether Tommy will will want to mix things up too much. But I'm sure he'll get a lot more minutes maybe this week than he did even against Cork after just being given the run. And it'd be <laughs> lovely if he was to to get the goal. Like, but Darren always has fairy tale scenarios in his head.
0: Mike lost the last time we played Sheldon to be fair. Yeah, he he was right for the first couple of weeks to be fair,
1: to him.
2: Did I, I, did, did I get a prediction right actually recently?
1: You did, Jimmy. Right. Canceled, did we?
2: And only you canceled. I said, so You're okay to get me, but...
1: <laughs> the
0: anti heaven podcast. Um, yeah, look, I suppose before we finish up, we'll talk about kind of the transfer market that's there now. Now, I heard there's a, there's a couple of rumors, that a couple of players are coming in, there's a couple of outgoings, but I suppose. We don't know the extent of all the injuries, but looking down the line, Kevin, it's probably very important that we do get a couple of lads in just to even for squad depth. If they never play a game, just to have enough players on the bench to cover every position.
2: Tell us the age, data, birth and PPS number, the rumors you heard. <laughs> there
0: is no age.
2: <laughs> we Heard the rumors, Jamie? You have to say who it is now.
0: No, I I don't know. Apparently, uh, just, there's two coming in. That but the manager has been a bit of a, a spanner or something like that. Uh, you I'm
2: coward! Like, oh, I wonder who that is now. You <laughs> coward!
0: I, I wasn't <laughs> given names. Wasn't, no, look, <laughs> I'm not going to make up two random names that I wasn't given. <laughs> why not? Because I wasn't given names. I used to always do that. <laughs> well, I I thought you would know before me. To be honest, yeah. <laughs>
2: no, look, um, I think uh, look, it is it is a matter of knowing. Um, we're at a stage you now where we have to look at the fact that we're in we're in the playoff rest. like we're in it now. And as much as you'd want to to give lads as much time as possible, how long do you wait for for lads that just haven't been there? Like like obviously at the start of the season, we had a plan in mind for the likes of Connor Melody and all. But Who
0: we're was that? Happy. <laughs> exactly, we're like no <laughs>
2: offense, no offense to Connor. Like I, I don't want to make too light of the fact he's he's missing the season, or it's not nice for anyone, but. there there surely comes a stage where if you had a plan for him and you had a place for him and I think Tommy said he signed so many players only because he knew we'd have injuries with the COVID and the dreaded thing that we always hear talking about the pre-season and all this but when you've signed extra to cover injuries and you're still down to the bare bones you you have to try and look from somewhere to get something and we can't kind of be at this stage thinking these lads are definitely going to be back you know and it's, it's unfair on everyone if you don't cover it, because why would you throw away the season? You know, I've been unrealistic, but at the same time, is, is there money there to do it? Like, it depends who you're trying to get, you know? Like, mm. if like I've, I've heard people, like, names turn around. I've seen people saying that they like, they want to try again in. like to say Shane Duggan and all, like, because he's not getting the regular games at Calvary, it, but it's very nice to say that. It'd be very nice to have someone the quality of Dougie or someone like that, but that's not an easy thing to do. No. Like, like at the minute, we're a fully amateur team. We have no one on any money. Dougie's on a fully professional contract down in Galway. How do you do that? Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like, one, do they have the money to do it? Two, if they have the money to do it, fair enough. You have to add to the squads. You have to add quality to the squad. And someone like Dougie would be a massive quality, like massive quality. Dougie could play in the Premier or about it. Like, uh, it's no offense to anyone. And I, I don't mean this as disrespect to anyone. But if Dougie comes in, He's the best player on the team. He's that level. He's that quality. But mm. how do you explain to a squad who've done so well to the lads in the centre the field who have done so well all through the season who aren't getting paid that all of a sudden this fella's in and he'd have to be on decent enough money. Like, let's not fool ourselves. If he comes in, he's not coming for free. <laughs> like, like, how do you explain that and keep all the rest of the squad happy? There, there's a big balancing act there to be done of not just, not just signing fellas for the sake of signing fellas. Like, if we're going to sign anyone, they might as well be, Good enough to push for starting roles, but then if you're doing that, you don't want to accept the bal- uh, upset the balance of the squad either. Like I think it's a, it's kind of a tough enough all window, because you have to balance the fact we've so many injuries and the fact that the lads that are playing are still doing so well, but we definitely need something don't We like you have we have to get something into just, just to have the bodies at this stage. Like we haven't had, we haven't had a full bench for a few games and all just through injury wise. Like,
0: yeah, yeah, and Darren, I suppose you, you kind of said it a couple of weeks ago in, in the podcast before Anto was on that you kind of have
1: to look at this stage with the injuries that are there because you, you, you could end up shooting yourself in the foot if you don't exactly. And it's like, as it's not going to be easy then, to sign the likes of these players, in either like the position we're in in the league, like if you're an opposition manager, you're going to say, All Right, if I lose this fan, this fan to treaty, are treaty going to get into the playoffs and push on ahead of us, you know? So, I'm sure there's that's probably what some managers are looking at out there then as well um listen it, listen it'd be great to get the likes of Dougie but it would take a massive effort from inside and outside the club I think to get someone like Dougie in and as Kevin said it might ruffle a few feathers there then if you're bringing in a player of that quality who's going to be on good money uh into a squad a space he'd made up of a team of expenses you know so um it really it really is a tough one um we always said about wanting to get that extra striker in as well. Obviously, we haven't seen much of Dean George. Sean McSweeney has been injured. So, like, you'll probably be looking at that in there as well if you could find someone. But it's not an easy window. Uh, it's made it extra hard, no, by the fact that we're in the position we're in. So, look, if we can grind out one or two decent signings out of it, happy days. But it's it's not going to be easy, you know?
0: Yeah, and I suppose Kevin would be, Maybe bringing a couple of loan signings, if possible, if if they're available, and uh, and kind of look at that way, and try not to pay them and such. Because I reckon if you go try, I I don't think you you could possibly go and try and pay for a player now or pay pay a player now. I think it's the start of the season decision, if you get me.
2: Yeah, and look, it's it's. I wonder where they're even looking to get the players because, like you said, getting them on loan like before, it would have been when it was Limerick FC days. You'd look at it like when we were in the first division now. It would be the likes of Cork we get a loan off, but now we're far better than them, so why would we be loaning any of them? <laughs> um like, maybe if Waterford had any young lads, because like, it it's tough. Like I don't think people realise as well, like like teams up around Dublin might have some good young flies and all, but they won't come down here. No. Yeah, you, you know, like it's a lot easier for them if they're going out on loan to go to Langford uh, Longford or Atlone or U C D or anyone up around there. Like it's it's tough to get lads. So I'm trying to just think of my own head. Like where could we even be looking for fellas from? You know, like if you're a if you're a Cove or you're a Galway, I'm just thinking about the places around, own now. Because since we're just paying expenses, like like even Galway, we we've made it tough for ourselves to even get anyone after in because we're going so well. Because why on earth would they give us anyone and we're level on points with them?
0: Yeah.
2: Like anyone, even if they had a young lad there that's got no game time for them, would it they? wouldn't look the, it wouldn't look the best for John Caulfield if he came to us did very well and we ended up beating him in the playoffs with it. No, you no, know it? it's it. yeah, it. Like God only knows where we're even looking, like, but we have to look somewhere and we have to find something. And I'm just, look, Tommy knows. Tommy knows the league. Of course. At this it. stage, like there's there's other people around the club that that know a thing and I'm I'm sure they'll get in something, but I just I just can't see from where and at the minute like in But it has to be done. Look, I don't know. I'm confused (laughs) as anyone about this. Usually I hear one or two things, but all these bollocks is like Michael Horn won't tell me anything anymore now because he's involved. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Mike. That's hard. (laughs) I love Michael (laughs) Horn.
0: He hates Cork, but loves my card, and you heard it here first. <laughs> um so would you look at a junior club? Would you look at junior players around that maybe didn't come in the first time when asked? Or are you are you at a stage now, not that you're too good to bring in junior players, but you're at a top level of League of Ireland, I suppose, that you look around other League of Ireland clubs, Kevin?
2: Oh, look if if and um, there's still a few junior players there that did turn them down at the start that I'm sure.
0: Like kicking them, uh, yeah, they might look
2: at it now and think, Jesus, this is better than I thought. Like, you know, but it might as well be a situation with some lads. Um, that they genuinely like, I I think one or two of them might think the feeling is made up excuses, like saying work and all this because they just weren't bothered at the time. Like, if you could go back to them now, maybe things could be worked around and, and things like that. But I'm sure there's one or two of them as well who genuinely can't overwork and all over it just being expenses. But like, looking at what we're talking about, um. Strikers, Darren was talking about a striker, like if it could be any way worked out workwise for someone like a Connor Ellis. Yeah. I take him we, straight away, you know? Living in take the
1: city Working in the city, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, being like, re- uh, be realistic, like the one junior player you would be looking at would be him, Do you know. If we were to get look for a striker at the moment, I don't know if I know the signings are back now at the moment as well for the premier team. So probably Bala will be signing him, but he would be the one player you'd look at bringing in in the city at the moment if we're looking at a striker, Do you know. It's just common sense there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: no? Oh, I don't know, oh, that no, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, just, we're just starting to slowly get back into things now with the free season, Joe.
0: Darren will let him go. Big boy,
2: yeah, but sure. Even at that, though, like, there might be other fellas, like, like I've never heard of the likes of uh, Callum McNamara, yeah, even before. Like, there, there might be fellas out there we don't know. There might be fellas around Tip or Claire, or I don't know, playing around Junior and Galway or something that might come up, but I, I definitely don't think we can at all say. We're too good to be signing junior players because like, Chloe is one of our best players. Came from junior, came back from junior. Now I know he was at League of Ireland before, but like Sean Gairns came from junior. He's one of our best players. Sean McSweeney came back from junior. No, so, okay. like a lot of a lot of the lads there that are yeah. doing so well. Red, they all came. They all came back from junior. So just just players there were not too good for that at all. Like, but. Yeah. It's just a matter of whether you can get it done.
1: And the likes of Sean Gearns or them might know one or two players out He's way as well, you know? So, you <laughs> don't know. Like, these, These that's how it works when you're a team like this. Like, you just, yeah. you try to get lads in like that. Like, Sean Gearns might say to someone who was involved with St. Michael's before that was good enough to come in. He just said to Tommy, that's that's how, literally how it works in, in the first division with, with players like that, you know? Yeah, this is it. Um, yeah.
0: Do you know yeah. anyone, Jeremy?
2: Do you know
0: anyone? No. I'll sign up. <laughs> <coughs> They're all signed up. Um that's it so boys. Uh better than Friday night. I'm sure you'll be in, in the market field shouting loudly as always. And uh congratulations to anyone who got a ticket for Friday night. Make sure you go get down and support the lads, and we will be back with
2: you. I just want to reiterate again that I love Michael Horn, and I'm sorry for calling him a bollock. so so please let me into the ground. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, and, we st- and Kevin Hart's cock as well. And Kevin Hart's cock. Yeah, so right, I well, guess he
0: didn't know. Oh
1: God, he does, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast with me and the lads, please do follow us on Twitter using at TalkingTreaty or find us on Facebook under The Talk is Treaty. As always, if there's any suggestions, messages or questions you have for the lads, don't be afraid to drop us a private message or comment on any of our posts.